It's stuck in my head. I don't have music for this, so. No, you don't. It's the Monsters theme. <laughs> no, it's not, because we Agatha. don't have money for that. Agatha all along. It was Agatha all along. We just watched the new episode, and no spoilers, but dang. Right. Um, so, welcome to another show here on Nerd Herder. Welcome um, to the party. Uh, we are becoming a show of uh, variety now. You know, we started with um, uh, just Star Wars, and, and that mm-hmm. was what was the best for us and good for us and everything, and that's been awesome, and well... Sort of awesome, because mm. we didn't know about Star Wars Twitter before the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and now we've fully integrated into Star Wars Twitter. And it's a war zone. And but um, and then, you know, we found that, hey, people wouldn't mind hearing us talk about other things, because like us, they have other interests. And so we started talking about that on Nerdyverse. And and so, yeah, we've got, we have our variety of stuff. And now we're adding in something new where we're kind of just going casual with it. Um, yeah, uh, you know, this kind of just came about of randomness, you know, I, 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 it's hard to explain. It was just a thing of just that look, you know, at each other of like, let's try this. Yeah. And, and now we're here. It seemed like fun. And you guys heard it here first. We are a variety show. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned for Adam Goswick playing the tuba. Uh, sure. Maybe one day. Um, so <laughs> Uh, yeah, subscribe to Patreon if you want to see that. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get like a text from Adam being like, what the heck? Right, what, right. what, what did you sign me up for? Um, so we're calling this Hat Chatter. Um, you know, uh, what we're going for is basically this is no fandom. This is, this is just us chit-chatting, um, you know, taking time to just be us and talk about other things. Um, it's not going to be overtaking the airwaves of Nerd Herder. It's just going to be something in the mix and everything. And yeah. The idea behind it being hat chatter is we have a hat of topics, and th- there was no scheming of like how do we make this cool, how do we make this fun. No, we no, just I, well you I, we I, we talked about the idea and then you just went for it. I have a if if you're not watching the video, this is a Donald Duck uh, hat that is made to look like Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. It is my favorite hat in the world. Yeah. Because you bought it for me. Oh. And also because it's... It's two of your favorite It's characters. two of my favorite things. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, um, I saw the hat sitting on my lamp where I keep it, and I was like, that'd be a good place for questions to live. Right. And so I just... We both... Yeah, we wrote down questions. Yeah, we wrote we both wrote down like 20 questions, something like that. I don't think I contributed my share. <laughs> you did. You did write down a lot of questions. I, I did, this hat I don't think full. 20. Like, let, let's get some ASMR in there. Yeah, there's actual questions and an actual hat, and we are actual people, and this is actually our house. Here's the sound that don't believe what Agatha says. Makes Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, take me now, Lord. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, so that we didn't really have a thing. Um, It was just the idea of wanting to do something where we can just talk, um, because something we've come to love about the community of podcasters and like. We can't even call it like Star Wars community, although that's our main outlet. And if you go to our uh, Twitter and our uh, Instagram and all that, a lot is going to be Star Wars. But like we've we've grown very comfortable and casual with yeah. the people around us and the community. And we talk about everything. And 
So it was the idea of leaning into that and using that of like, hey, well, maybe we could just talk. No fandom, no agenda, no thing behind it. We just want to talk uh, and see what people think and what they have to add to it. And it's just another reminder that everything we do, we do for the sake of community. We want to talk. We want to grow out a conversation. And so when we talk about droids, you know, we want your input. When we talk about, you know, um, the Fast and Furious movies, we want your input. When we just talk about life or whatever happens to get pulled out of the hat, we want your input. Yeah, and this is a mix of, like, serious, I would say, questions and, like, just fun goofy yeah, questions. Yeah, and we don't know what's going to happen. No, no so one knows. The, we, we're we're recording right now, hoping we get good content. And if we and don't, it might be crap. <laughs> you're still going to get it though, because we are nothing if not consistent. So if you want more crap like this in your uh, life, make sure you know subscribe and like if you're a video person, or subscribe and rate wherever you get the audio of it. Um, mm-hmm. However, you get your crap. Um, just make sure you're you're ready to receive it at any given moment. Just like, comment, survive, my guy. <laughs> right. Destroy that like button. <laughs> Absolutely decimate. Fondle that subscribe button. And <laughs> take those ratings to school because they need an education. I don't know. Dear God, do they need an education. <laughs> right, I don't know. Um, All right. So, yeah, without further ado, um, I guess let's try mm-hmm. it. And let's see what happens. Yeah. Do you want to pull first? Do you want me to pull first? Uh, you've got the hat, so you you have the power. I do, in fact, And I have want the coffee. Hat. I'm trying not to pull one of my own questions, but uh, whoop. here's one. And This is not an ASMR channel. I need you to stop, and I need you to control yourself. Pick something in the collection to talk about. Ooh. That one's yours? No. That you one's mine? One. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember what I said. Well, you see, darling, it's not in my handwriting, so it's got to be yours. My, like, I, I, I am so paranoid that, like, my childhood trauma is going to come back and get me. I change my handwriting all the time so they can't track me down. <laughs> I'm in the John protection program. <laughs> As am I. So. Like, I I love the John, and I will protect the John. Yeah, so my handwriting, it. You, it I, I, you know what? It's to the point. I don't think they'll be able to find me if I if something happens because like I change it so much. Yeah. And it, it's not on purpose. I just I'm uh, I don't know. And I feel like I'm one of the few people that can actually read your handwriting. Yeah, like, me you, and you. That's your, it. Your K's <laughs> are just ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, so pick, pick something. something in the collection. I I think my idea with this one was because we talk about all the time of like the sentiment behind, you know, what we collect and why we collect and everything. It's not just for the sake of this is super ultra exclusively rare con <laughs> edition 2011 limited 500. Like, yeah. you know, everything kind of has a point <clears throat> to what we do. Yeah. And so I think that's probably what I was going for. I have to assume because I don't remember writing it. <laughs> I want to talk about... I want to talk about my uh, first Chica figure. From the Five Nights at Freddy's collection. Okay. What is Five Nights at Freddy's for those that maybe aren't up and up or don't have more than their child's understanding? Ask your 12-year-old. No. No, please don't. (laughs) (laughs) They'll just tell you what MatPat said, and MatPat is not the authority. MatPat is not the authority. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's is a horror game that children should not be playing, honestly. But, like... I don't think it's that bad. It's not bad. Um, It does deal with a lot of child death, but... 
if you're comfortable with your kids doing yeah, that. Yeah, but it's pixelated. More power to you. Yeah. Um, but there are four animatronics so that are the main. There's Freddy, Foxy, Chica, and Bonnie. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I am someone who, for a long time, was not comfortable sharing a lot of my nerdiness. Like, it's fair. I, I mean, you do have boobs, so that's generally not accepted. Yay wrong. Yay wrong. I, certain people are going to be offended. I said it that way, but like no, but like I, I was, I was so used to being like talked over and <clears throat> you know questioned of, oh, do you really like this thing? Are you really a nerd? That I just sort of stopped talking about it for mm-hmm. the longest time. Yeah. So I would be quietly reading my books. I would be, you know, quietly consuming media and video games because every time I tried to talk about it. There was always that guy. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that guy. His name is usually Kyle. <laughs> like, everyone knows a Kyle. Mm-hmm. I realized the other day that I know a lot of people named Charles or Charlie. And it, it's it's overwhelming. But anyway. I don't. That's that's what's that's weirder. I talk to a lot more people. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, where was I? Yeah. So... When I went to Walmart one day, I saw the Five Nights at Freddy's figures, Mm -hmm. and I had, like, a full existential moment where I was like, do I really want this thing that I love? Like, I love the look of the McFarlane Five Nights at Freddy's toys. They look fantastic. They look exactly like they walked out of the game. Funko. Funko. We made this mistake before. No, those were McFarlane before. No. The original No, no, no. No? No. Funko? They're always Funko. Oh. McFarlane, um, they make they make the, like lego sets yes for some reason they've really gotten into that because they do that with um what's the pickle guy uh pickle rick um the rick and morty they do rick and morty they mm-hmm. do they do a couple of others for some reason they like get in on these weird properties and are like hey let's make like less than quality legos of them <laughs> they are less than quality i don't know why I it's so them. weird it, well because they're so little at the time five mm-hmm. nights at freddy's stuff so but like yeah it's it's really really weird like Adult. It's the reason adults just play with Legos instead of adult Legos because adult Legos suck. They do suck, <laughs> but um. So Funko makes the yeah. the figures. Yeah. We we made this mistake before, just correcting it. McFarland stuff still sucks, but <laughs> uh, there's a reason the properties went back to Naka. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, I I saw them on the shelf and I was like, do I really want this thing? It you know would it bring up questions of well why do you have this? And then in that moment I decided. I don't care. I legitimately do not give a crap who sees my collection and is like, well, are you actually a fan of this stuff? Because, mm-hmm. yes, you dummy. I <laughs> I bought the thing. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I had a whole revelation standing there in Walmart that I was like, why do I care if anyone questions my fandom? Mm-hmm. Like, wh- what is it to them? Right. Like, what does it add to my life what does it take away from their life if i like a thing and buy something from it mm-hmm. and so i bought the whole dang set <laughs> but the chica was the first one but um yeah that was cupcake yeah i like the cupcake it's very cute um and then that started a whole collection frenzy honestly because you've had a collection your entire life um well most of it i was raised with a bunch of boys so collecting was their thing but that's why later in life I've been on a frenzy of like I have to get every Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yeah, I have to have all of them. 
because I want them to be mine. Mm -hmm. I'm still out for the turtle bus. Yeah, if you see a tur uh, turtle bus or a shell bus or what, I don't remember what's. I, I, don't, I don't remember, remember what it's specifically. <laughs> Hit us up though. Hit me up. Please. Hit us up with that Kenner TMNT. Yeah. I think it's Kenner, right? Mm, or is, I don't remember. I don't remember either. Maybe it's Mattel. I think it is Mattel. Um, for for me, and before I talk about what I actually decided to go with, and this is the thing of picking them random, is you kind of just have to think on the spot and mm -hmm. pick something. Because um, I feel like if we thought about it, we'd probably pick different things. Yeah. And I think that's the cool spontaneity of it. Um, before I talk about what I want to talk about, though, if you didn't see it on Twitter, we have something new to the collection. We do. Um, from our friend at Galaxy Props. Um, and uh, he's a guy on Twitter. Um, you can check out his uh, page for all kinds of customs and, and all kinds of, like, additions he does, oh paint gosh. jobs and LED work he does with... Um, mostly Star Wars figures uh, and everything. And that's how we met him. You know, we just were fans of his stuff. And then yeah. uh, we started purchasing certain things and we commissioned him for some stuff. And uh, now sort of the holy grail of the work we've asked uh, of him um, has been the the Slave One sets, yes. the, the Django and Boba version. And we recently got the Boba returned. Uh, and it looks fantastic. It and looks again, absolutely incredible. you can check out our Twitter for that. And so would be remiss not to say that now we have wonderful parts of our collection. We have the, the slave one. We'll, we'll soon have Django's with it. We have um, a cool Mandalorian uh, jetpack piece. We have a probe droid, almost yes. life-sized. Uh, and, I, and I mean the, I love the, probe droid. the second sister or the seventh sister probe droid, not the like empire <laughs> probe yeah. droid. That's too big. But... Um, yeah, the little spider droid, we have uh, almost life-sized of that. Uh, we have Ray Skywalker's lightsaber. Mm -hmm. um, so we've, we've gotten a, a lot of wonderful things in our collection from um, our friend at Galaxy Props. And so would be remiss not to shout him out and thank him and tell you to go give him your money. Um, he's a busy guy, so um, but he will definitely deliver if you trust yeah. him. So do that. Um, so for mine, again, because of the spontaneity of it, and because of the whole, like, huh, if I had to think, I would probably come up with some item that maybe is more important or bigger, better, whatever. I don't know. Um, I'd also maybe try to pick something that's not Star Wars because the, we talk about that so much and, and we have other parts of our collection. But um, if I have to talk about something that's uh, in the collection that I... It, it, I'm motivated to be like, hey, this is here for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, if anybody kept up with our Star Wars Celebration stuff, then you would know we made quite a few purchases there, yes, as everyone did. does. <laughs> um, and some of them were just, man, this is the only time because thousands of people are here with thousands of toys. Like, this is the mm -hmm. one time to fill in gaps. And so we we bought a lot of stuff to... Um, I mean, because, you know, we don't live in a place where our store is constantly stocked. Yeah, we have one comic book Yeah, store. we depend on comic book stores. We depend on resellers and everything like that. So Star Wars Celebration was a haven of that for the collection. Um, but also things got, uh, like, special and sentimental. And um, there I bought back, not mine, obviously, but, mm -hmm. like, I bought back pieces of my collection uh, just because, like, I saw them and, like, was overwhelmed with emotion. And it's just like, I yeah. have to have this. Yeah, I remember um, a couple of times you, like, 
<laughs> yeah. People hitting me Freaking on the arm out. would just be like, look at that. Yeah, because there were so many things that were um, vintage and also um, just older and original. And from those days, um, mm-hmm. the early days of my, you know, fandom and everything. Um, so it, it was something where, like, when... When we went through a transition when I was younger, a lot of things just went away because it had to. We didn't have time to be sentimental, no matter what you felt about it. Yeah. It was an idea of we're we're moving because we have to, and you get what you get. And so at the time as a kid, I really didn't care as much. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know. It was just a weird space, so I didn't really feel lost, not, you know, having certain things, having to get rid of stuff. Um, and, of course, majority of what I had was Star Wars. So a lot of things just went away mm-hmm. because of that. And, again, it wasn't until Celebration where certain things where it was just like, oh, my gosh, that toy. And it was just this grab of, like, you you need this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd never missed it until then. And, I, I it, you know, it could be just the height of emotions that go on at Star Wars Celebration and everything where you're just surrounded by this love of Star Wars. And so this thing that seems so small is now made super important. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, back in the day in uh, 1999 when Hasbro acquired the rights for Star Wars toys um, that they produce the majority of what Star Wars toys people love and have to this day, um, and they released a lot of stuff. Um, they released a lot of uh, the Phantom Menace stuff because that was the new Star Wars. Like, yep. it's gonna sell, and it did sell. Those are some of the best toys. This was back in the day when Toys R Us did stock and always had stuff, and I remember that, and I remember going down the aisles of you know, Star Wars toys and having so much to choose from and everything. Couldn't afford all of it, but, no. you know, I, I just remember being able to get something new every time we went there. And um, I remember uh, specifically the whole endeavor of getting these these original items. I'm going to talk about the originals because I project that onto the ones I currently have. Because the ones I got, they're boring. I just got them at Star Wars Celebration because they represent the original figures and everything. But there was this set of, they were really into gimmicks then, you know, of like, hey, this toy does this, this, you know, put this on in this playset and it does that. And making toys more playable and everything was really big. And so they did this set of three of the the, the um, Jedi and the Sith. They had Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. And it was a way to reenact the duel because they were um, action. That's the idea behind action figures is they... they could do a thing they had a gimmick <clears throat> press a button on their back and they slash and hack and yeah you can make them duel basically without having to move the parts yourself and blah 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 but what was cool about it was the way you did it was you plugged them into a mini version of their lightsaber so the handle the figure was just a figure until you put the handle on which was stylized after their lightsaber and you pressed a button on the lightsaber the the ignition button of the lightsaber made them uh duel and it was really cool I didn't have friends to do that with, so I could only do two at a time. <laughs> Luckily, you know, when reenacting the scene, it's generally two, it's one-on-one usually, because usually. Darth Maul's splitting them up and everything. But for the occasional time I needed all three to go together, it wasn't working. Um, you know, I tried to have my dog hold it, it didn't work, it was just sad. No, Rocky, Rocky <laughs> didn't have thumbs. Yeah, so there's nothing special about the toys, they're, they're, mul- like, they're just, they're Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, and Darth Maul. Um, 
but I like I remember that whole car ride. Like my mom just did not understand them because it was like, what's what? Are, why are these special versus the? I already had them. I already had the the trio. Mm-hmm. Why did I buy you more <laughs> of the same people? <laughs> like it was the beginning of the end of just like, why do you need two versions of the same thing? <laughs> and I still go through that argument in my head. I was trying to explain, like, no, you. it comes with a lightsaber and you do that. And it's like, oh, so the lightsaber lights up and everything. And it's like, no, it, it's like a handle. I mean, it does have, like, a little um, telescoping, telescoping um, saber, but it's, like, six inches yeah. long. Like, if you ignite the saber itself, like, that was the multifacetedness of the gimmick was you could have a mini lightsaber. It looks more like a light dagger. <clears throat> and you could have an action figure. And you can put those together and have a gimmicked action figure. Like, it yes. was just like this, oh my gosh, there's so many cool things. <laughs> there's so much room for activities. And these were my first lightsabers. Mm-hmm. And they don't even count. <laughs> but these were, like, my first, like, oh my gosh, this looks... Like, I went around the house with a freaking flashlight, okay? Like, this was, like, this looks like a lightsaber. It's got the color of the blade. It's real to me, okay? And it was just, like, super special. And then, of course, it was just, like, the idea of... That was my... I remember that that was like my definitive Darth Maul figure and everything and like yeah. it was just it was special and um they were my favorite. They were my I don't know why they got special treatment. I don't remember what it was, but they got like they were my favorite in my Star Wars collection forever. Mm-hmm. Um and then yeah, they were just they were included in that pile. They were included in that hey you know these don't go with us yeah and as a kid it was just kind of like okay you know I just went along with it I mean it was just the way it was you know Mm -hmm. um I didn't I didn't question it too much and it didn't I didn't feel it um and I think that's one of the biggest times in my life where I've had that wave of nostalgia I joke about nostalgia all the time and I do have moments where I'm like oh man this just really feels like it originally did like this transports me somewhere else this feels right and good and I talk about that a lot but like on a real level it's mostly just feel good stuff versus this was like the first overwhelming this is my childhood in my hands Mm -hmm. and even and and that was why I bought them back and this and that's why they're in my collection now because it was just like this is something tangible this is something I can hold and show people and it represents me. It represents young Star Wars fan John. And like that's like the idea of collecting with me is just this idea of I can tangibly pull out something that represents parts of my life. You know, I have the last figure my mom ever gave me. I have the only figure, and I go on record for this, that my father ever bought me. I have my first Transformer. I have the last Transformer I ever bought, and I have, like, everything represents something. There's very rarely a time when I just buy something because it's cool, you know, and usually if I do, it's not, like, fandom-related, and I I talk about Star Wars a lot, but, like, you know, I have a variety of collecting and everything. Um, You know, I have a Terminator figure that my mom bought me when I was eight years old, too young to, A, know about Terminator, B, like Terminator, C by Terminator in Hot Topic. I bought him in Hot Topic. That, like, so many things that would get my mom in trouble, probably, (laughs) if I was raised now. But, like, you know, it's like I have that figure. And and it's a stupid figure. It's an old figure, but it's just, it's a thing of just, like, 
I remember freaking out in Hot Topic because, oh my gosh, Terminator makes toys? Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, yeah, and it's yours. And it's like, <laughs> okay. Which is such a Christy Wilcox thing. Like, so, I love her so much. Yeah, so like, and, and that's where... You know, and, and that's the whole thing of it. Like, they're, none of none of what I own is special physically. Like, none of it is cool enough. None of it's, it's all just plastic. It's all made in China. It's all just stuff. It's the stuff behind the stuff, you know, that matters and everything. And that's, that's what I love about collecting is either in the moment, like, I, I have things I've held on to for the 20 plus years Mm -hmm. that I've had it. Like I have my original droid binoculars from, I bought two things when I went and saw, and this was really cool back in the day is like you could go to certain theaters and they would have merch shops. Yeah. And I remember going to um, the uh, SCAD theater in Savannah um, near the mall before it was tore down. And they had a merch shop for uh, the Phantom Menace. And oh my gosh. So cool. Um, I was like in heaven and I bought two things from there. I bought a, and it's not even binoculars, it's a camera. It's like you put a old, you know, um, like disposable camera in it and then you use it like binoculars, but you can take pictures and it imprints the characters from the movie. So like you could take a picture with Qui-Gon and I was the kid that I did that. Um, You know, you could take pictures with uh, Amidala and Obi-Wan and um, Darth Maul and C-3PO and all those. Like, you can do that whole variety. I still have that. I don't have the other thing I got. It was uh, it was a Job of the Hut figure because I never owned a Job of the Hut figure. So it was like, oh, my gosh, Job of the Hut. <laughs> like, the you know, the, the Phantom Menace merch gave me an opportunity to finally have a hut. Uh, I was Diego Luna as a child. I just wanted the <laughs> hut. Um, and you could fill them with ooze. And that's you why could. I, I remember that. Yeah, my mom. So she gross. got rid of him. She was. He was messy. <laughs> it's a gross figure. Yeah, it wasn't good. Well, because if you leave the, there was no way to clean him properly, mm-hmm. and he was made out of like soft PVC plastic. It just didn't go well. So, but like I have things I've kept that whole time, and the reason, like the reason I keep it is because it's special. But then I have things like, like that that I bought because it's like, this wasn't special enough to me when I had it. And when I had the opportunity to appreciate it, but now I do. And so now I'm going to appreciate it. I'm mm-hmm. going to, um, you know, give it a place of pride. And uh, I'm sure there's some psychologist that would tell me that that's wrong to do with physical objects or something. But it's just that idea of just like, this This is a tangible thing of something that I didn't appreciate at the time. Like, I'm just taking life for granted. I'm just like, oh, you know, I, this is just kid stuff. And then I grew up and I'm just like, no, there was more going on than just kids stuff. And this represents that to me. Mm-hmm. I have to have it. I have to appreciate it. Um, and that's what collecting is to me, is, is appreciating the things maybe we don't appreciate at first or appreciating the things that we always knew were special, but appreciating them for different ways. They were mm-hmm. special to me as a kid because I played with them, but now they're special to me because they remind me of a time when I was just happy as a kid. You know, stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I, I really wanted to pick something not Star Wars because I feel like I've talked so much Star Wars on a not Star Wars episode. But, but it, listen, that's life. You attach meaning to things you love. Yeah. And I, I've heard those stories so many times, but every time you talk about them, it just makes me smile because yeah. it, it's you yeah. in general. I, yeah, I like, I like strive 
for Rancho Obi-Wan levels of quality of like yes. my collection is a museum. And I just really want people to come by so I can talk about everything. It belongs <laughs> in a museum. You know, uh, if I mean, we could fill the podcast with all the content if I talked about every piece yeah. <laughs> and Which, everything. But like, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, like my so. dream when I retire is to be able to museum curate my collection. Yeah. <laughs> our collection. <laughs> and that's what's crazy now is how blended it's become and everything. Yeah, I mean, our stuff's right next to each other. You've got my... Uh, Haro's on your Gundam shelf yeah. that I've built. Like I, that's the one thing I've attached myself to in the Gundamiverse is the uh, the Haro's <laughs> and the balls. Yeah, like those are the only two things that I love because they are orb and adorable. Orb, <laughs> adorable. <laughs> and, and that's what's nice now is you know we have so many things we collect together and they themselves are representations and memories and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, so many Funkos especially are things that. We've oh. we've gone on adventures together to Heck get yeah. and or they represent uh, like I mean you're hard pressed to find good Twin Peaks memorabilia mm-hmm. and so the main thing we have of a, the first fandom you like pulled me into is a bunch of Funkos of Twin Peaks characters yeah like Dale Cooper was the first Funko Pop I ever bought because yeah, I wanted to up there I yeah think you can you can kind of see it if I turn the other a way. little bit. Nope, yeah. right there, I think. But I have four... Yeah, you have your four <laughs> horsemen of Megan. Yeah. <laughs> four horsemen of Moo. I I put those up there in a special place because they are the people that I want to represent. I want to be most like. That's fair. Yeah. Well, no, no, I mean, what about the I'm going to explain. I'm going to explain. <laughs> so up there is Dale Cooper. Uh-huh. Who I think is one best, of the most best character ever. Upright, just people. Which happy and belated best uh, Twin Peaks Day. Yes, happy belated. If you Twin haven't Peaks watched Day. Twin Peaks, please give it a shot. It's a very good show. Yeah. Uh, especially season one. Yes. Um, in the last half of season, you two. don't have to take in everything. I I would go. I mean, we can talk more about Twin Peaks, and there will be a day. But like. Mm-hmm. You don't have to take in everything. Yes. But at don't least, take it seriously. Yeah. For God's at, at sake, don't take it At least season one is its own. Yeah. Air, like, it's self-contained almost. And, like, I know a lot of people don't treat it as a good ending or, or, or like, the end. But it almost could be. And yeah. you get a good show out of it. But if you want to go weird and go further, you can. That's totally there. So, but. Yeah. Anyway. But I have uh, Dale Cooper. Because, you know, Justice, that kind of thing. I have uh, Barb Ross mm-hmm. as a reminder to be kind mm-hmm. because I want to speak to people the way that he made me feel watching his videos. Yeah. Like, I want to be the positivity that I got from those videos. I, like, I, we watched like, him on VHS tape, by the way. He's my example of just like, I can't wait to get to an age where I just plateau and become wholesome. Right. Because, my goodness. Yeah. I, like, I just, I just want to be like Bob. Yeah, I want I um I also have Jim Henson up there specifically holding the Kermit mm-hmm. because uh I love Kermit. Yeah. I I love Rolf too, but I love Kermit. Um Which he's I, oh go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, we mentioned on the last uh main show, you know, how I'm getting into um and watching the Muppet show with you and everything. Yes. And like I've always enjoyed Jim Henson though. Um I've appreciated his work because he's up there as one of the uh, creatives and, and mm-hmm. um, character designers and creators like that are pioneers. Oh, yeah. So, like, I've always had an appreciation of the person, never necessarily the art, um, mostly because I just skipped that growing up. 
Mm-hmm. But like going back and watching, it's cool to see his craft and like see him put into practice. Like yes. I'm the guy that I'll appreciate the puppet you made more than the, the the show you do with the puppet. If that makes sense. Muppet, but yes, there's it's a difference. A, it's a puppet. It's just the the Muppet is the type of puppet. Eh, yeah. Every Muppet is a puppet, but not every puppet is a Muppet. <laughs> yes, it's a jacuzzi uh, hot tub situation. Exactly. Exactly. Um, he's the reminder of reckless creativity. I think mm-hmm. I'd say is making something because I want to make it, mm-hmm. not making something because people will like yeah, it. Yeah, you or can not. look outside in and say Muppets is stupid. Muppets. Why, why did it get funded? Why are we still talking about it? Like, yeah. And, and I'm not saying that, but I just mean like outside in, like with so many things, you can be like, "This is ridiculous. Why do people like mm-hmm. this? Why does this? Why does this exist? You know?" And while there are some things that you can validly say that about oh, come on in life i don't think muppets is one and i i don't think most things yeah. people like discredit like that are yeah. are, are worth like I, I don't i don't agree with the sentiment of this is ridiculous and shouldn't exist like why mm-hmm. why not like it's it's wholesome and it's fun and yeah. you know does it teach i mean you have more of a case for sesame street i guess because it's super educational but like this mm-hmm. is also just good entertainment that's another thing and it's all age like i adore sesame street i'm gonna put a big bird pop up there at some point because mm-hmm. i i love sesame yeah, street so much. i i appreciate the little nuggets i've seen of of it more than anything because i didn't again grow up watching it but i i love the mr hooper stuff i love the times when they're very real and mm-hmm. they break the fourth wall almost of like hey things can be different between people that mm-hmm. doesn't make them wrong or bad or less than like i, I love the things where it's just like hey adult who should know these things and be a good human yeah watch this over and over until you get it <laughs> exactly this is for you too like they they did a whole segment um when the mask mandates started mm-hmm. rolling out where they were like you know it seems scary it's okay to be scared yeah like this is life yeah this is something we're doing to help people sure and i love how they always frame it in you know everyone's a person mm-hmm. even if you're a monster which is what <laughs> Elmo is called. I'm not saying monster. And people, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, this is for the greater good is mm-hmm. how it's always been framed. And I love that. And I could go on a whole rant. I have gone on a whole rant about the HBO acquiring <laughs> yeah. Sesame Street. But that's for a completely different time. Yeah. I don't want to get mad on the show. I don't want people to see me That's angry. my job. No, I'm <laughs> but yeah, I have Jim Henson up there for creativity. Um, and then I have... Bill Cipher up there from um, Gravity, Gravity Falls, Falls, yeah. Who is a representation of Alex Hirsch in my mind because I I want to have that level of chaos <laughs> while also being a good person. Yeah, it's um I'm trying to think of the name. Um I think I, I I'm trying to think of what character I'm thinking of when I associate it of just like they're not necessarily good, but they're just fun. Right? You know, I, I, I think, I don't, it's not who I intended to think of, but I think of like Loki from Supernatural, mm. which is like, in the end, like, he's not evil. I mean, Bill Cipher's evil. Bill Cipher like, is 100%. It's just one of those things where it's like, but he's fun until he's evil. At yeah. Least. <laughs> like, I, my ideal alignment is chaotic good. Yeah. Which, glean from that what you will. Right. Um, But I, I love just confusing people in mm-hmm. general. It's so much fun. Yeah. Like my motto for pranks, bro, or whatever, has always been confuse, don't abuse. 
Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. I will walk don't, up to someone. Don't, don't be a Richard. Yeah, don't be a Richard. Um, if I could choose a spirit animal, it would be the, the horrible goose from Untitled Goose Game, where it just didn't hurt anyone. Oh, the like, just sort of, goose? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Chaotic. Yeah. But, yeah, those are the four people, the characters. Stallion duck. Yes. That <laughs> I think of. that duck. Um, and, and that's, you know, it's exactly that of just like it's their physical representations of character mm-hmm. and experiences and while it i mean i kind of do crap on it and i'm sorry if people that listen are into it for that like you know i i don't i don't think collecting is about value mm-hmm. like monetary or business value i don't think no. it's ever supposed to be that i mean there's i guess no right wrong way whatever yeah you you spent your money do what you want like we i've told the story before of when we got the scar pop um i oh yeah the um i have incredible luck with blind boxes and i always say either i should open this thing or Or i shouldn't based on what we want because funko releases a regular and a exclusive a chase and you more more than not eight times out of ten get the 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 chase the exclusive version yep which with in that case we didn't we didn't want it (laughs) it was the red fire instead of the green yeah we wanted the green because that's what it looked like in the movie yeah and that's what invokes scar And the guy that we traded with was so confused. Like, you don't want this? Yeah, like, Like, you don't, like, do you understand what you're doing and everything? Like, which good for him for being like, hey, you know this is Mm -hmm. worth money. Like, you you know you're giving up a better opportunity. We don't want the money. Yeah. Like, and, and, um, you know, I mean, him, he he just kind of represents the concept (laughs) we're talking about. Like, nothing bad about him or anything. But it was just that idea of just, like, it was, like, Mm -hmm. okay, like, cool. I'm just, I'm just going to get this off these saps and it's fine cuz like he it was his opportunity cuz yeah. he collects in such a way that it's the 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 pop value it's not the the idea and it's just like for a character that represents I mean during our childhood one of the better villains yes you know, the best villain. um you know generationally every disney era kind of has its like lead villain mm-hmm. you know uh, of the villains of these movies from x to x you know who's the best i mean Generally, a lot of people think of mm-hmm. Scar in at least the top ten, and you don't like. I know me. I like that Funko Pop was perfect because I think of Scar specifically in the most Scar moment. Yes, when he is, you know, singing the "Be Prepared" song, and it's just this is this is who he is. This is the epitome of Scar: his scheming, his evilness, the Nazi um, reference. <laughs> you know, like all of it's just horrible. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, like the. The color association was strong of just yeah, like, no, they weren't, they weren't red flames. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not how that worked. That's not right. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, so but yeah, I mean, it's just that idea of because this character's special, you know, this movie's special. Like, you know, I have special places in my hearts for movies about fathers that actually care about their children um, and <laughs> yep. children that lose their father and regret it not you know like i you know the privilege <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my gosh oh you have a so, dad oh yeah it's just like oh you miss your dad so like it's those i you know those movies have special places and everything and i understand that the villain i like took away the dad and everything 
But, like, Jeremy Irons is just freaking right? fantastic. Oh, man. He makes me like him even though I shouldn't, you know. But uh, but also, like, Kerchak. Like, mm. you know, I mean, if there's a Funko Pop of that, I mean, like, that that Kerchak. was definitive Disney dad for me for a long time. Um, you know, I just, that that that's a special movie. That's one of the best parts of Tarzan for me. Mm. So, um, yeah, like, every, and that's what I love about your, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's experience and everything. And, and that leading into the idea of collecting in general. And I know we talked about a lot, and I'm pretty sure I put two of these in there. Mm-hmm. And it was on purpose of, like, giving us another chance to talk about something. So hopefully we still have something to talk about later because yeah. we've talked so much about collecting and everything. But, you know, that just that idea of, like, what does it matter? Who does it hurt? And why do we feel bad for appreciating and you know memorializing these things that are special to us these characters these fandoms these moments you know what you know like do it's going to be super cheesy but like that that you know sparks joy lady of just like if it makes you happy like Mm -hmm. i'm i'm a big technicality person and i anytime anybody says stuff like that i'm also like well, if it makes you happy in the right way, like don't be yeah. wrong and immoral, but like just wholeheartedly, just like if it makes you happy, mm-hmm. celebrate it, do it, enjoy it. You know, we need to normalize doing that more for ourselves because in in life, in the world we live, and it's not just now, it's not just this period, for now and forever, your kids are going to go through this. Your parents went through it. Like, it's just the world we live in. It's going to suck. Mm-hmm. And you need the happiness that you can find and latch on to. So, yeah. so do it. And that's why I'm so unapologetic with my film opinions. Like, I, after rewatching it. Face Off is not a good movie. It's, it's a fantastic. It's I'm so much kidding. fun to watch. It's so much fun to watch. Um, Vampire's Kiss. I love that movie. It's so ridiculous. It's, it's Nicolas Cage's favorite movie, it's, which says a lot. It's mine, too. Like, <laughs> I love that movie. Just wait for the Nerdyverse episode about Nicolas Cage. Oh, it's going to be wait. horrible. Um, it's going to be fantastic. But like, I'm I, not going to have a lot to say. <laughs> I love that movie because I think it's made for me. That's really stupid to say, but no. like, it hits on everything that I love. It's really ridiculous performance by yeah. Nicolas Cage. It's um, starring Nicolas Cage, my favorite actor. Um, it's quasi-supernatural horror. Like, I I love that, Joan. It's about a man going insane and thinking that he's a vampire. That movie was tailor-made with everything that I love. And, like, it, I, it's a bad movie. <laughs> I, I know it's but you a bad like movie. It. I love it. But you like it. I mean, um, uh, you know, it's one of those things, just because... And I just say this from my perspective, but I think more people need to be clear with this. Like, just because there's criticisms, just because there's um, mm-hmm. lower quality, and that's just like a stated fact, doesn't necessarily in- mean that overall it's bad. It, you know, like yeah. when I say like something isn't very good, it's not necessarily to say that the, the the film is bad. You shouldn't watch it. Like, burn the DVD. Yeah. Don't give the man your money. It's more of a just like. This isn't great, but at the end of the day, you can watch it. It's fine. But yeah. if, you, if you really want to get deep with it, and, the, and that's 
the thing is usually it's I'm coming from a point where I've thought 10 miles down the road. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking it surface level. If I took it that way, it's just a fun, stupid movie. But it, when you start to dig in, you're just like, oh, yeah. man, this is ridiculous. And that's my thing is I I just like watching movies. Sure. I don't I don't look at it like a critic anymore. Like I, I spent so much time doing that. And now I'm just watching movies. Like mm-hmm. I have a coworker who every conversation we have about movies, he'll walk up to me and be like, I watched this the other night. It sucked. I hated <laughs> it. Like, he, and then he'll point out all the little bits and pieces that he didn't like. Yeah. And it just makes me not want to talk to him about movies. Well, we, we like, expect a lot about, uh, we expect a lot from our movies and everything. We, we expect to get a lot out of it. And, yeah, you know, I, I think that's where a lot of the criticism comes from, from for a lot of people is just high expectations of just like, it's going to be this, it's going to do that, and it's going to feel like that. And yeah. End of story. And so if it doesn't meet those boxes, we wholeheartedly say, well, no, it's bad. Yeah, and and like, that's not... It's not wholesale like that, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I watch movies because I want to be entertained. Yeah. Like, I don't want to think critically <laughs> for a little while. Sure. Um, like, I talked to someone recently about the Super Mario Brothers movie. And they were just, like, fully, this movie is garbage. I hate it. I never want to see it again. And I was like, well, what about this? Like, they showed the bomb and that was pretty cool. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it was just so You're, you're very good, yeah, at finding things to at least appreciate in it yeah. and everything. And, you know, it's enviable. And, I mean, if more people worked on that. Yeah. I mean, and, and I say I include myself in that crowd because even when I say I'm just, I'm just talking about it, like, yeah. even then it can come up. I have to be very clear when it's just like, no, I like the movie. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's just bad. Yeah. You know, I have to be very clear about my intentions with that stuff because it's just, I can just sound overly critical mm-hmm. when in reality it's because I like it that I feel like I can be like, you know what, I appreciate it, but this is not cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So, but yeah, you're very upfront with that. You're very, you know, honest with that. And you're, you're, you're very gracious with, with things. Yeah. And I think it's just yeah. because you, like you said, you don't have time to not be nice exactly <laughs> like oh my gosh the world sucks can can we not just enjoy stuff and and that's what i mean with the whole collecting thing of just like it sparks joy yeah let it spark I mean, my guy it, and and that's not a wholesale endorsement of her and her methods and everything like that or, or anything it's just the idea of like she hits the nail on the head at least in that of just like it like have a reason to it and have it be more than just value or mm-hmm. There's a truck. The, the Terminator is coming for us. Um, Looking you for know, the mother of John like, Connor. Do, do it for the sake of being a happier, better person. And mm-hmm. and I like to think that's why and what I collect are things that represent better things that in the end I can, I mean, like ridiculous cheesiness and everything, but I can look at my collection and be like, yeah, my life's not that bad because mm-hmm. everything represents something that's better than maybe right now, maybe better than other moments in my life and maybe better than what's to come. But I can look at it and be like, I remember that toy. Ch- I, I remember like going to the toy store for that. I remember yeah. this experience. I remember watching this movie with this character, like I had, like whatever. I can look at that and be like, yeah, life's not bad. Yeah. You know, like I'll, I'll walk up to the turtle shelf and just look at like, it how sometimes can you be mad? just be like yeah yeah how can you be mad with your with uh teenage mutant ninja turtles in your life so right? 
Um, we talked about a lot, and, and this is the idea. This is uh, a really good first episode to, to help get the idea out there of what we're going for and everything. And we've, we've covered a lot, but, you know, the idea initially of, you know, something in our collection, and, and it's a jumping off point. Um, and, and again, I think that's why I included it when I wrote it was the idea of it's less about this really cool 25 points of articulation, highly detailed face sculpt figure. No, it's, it, it's more about yeah. what, what it represents. It and gives me the happy chemicals. Yeah. And I, I think that's, uh, a, a subcategory of what our intent is with, you know, hat chatter is the idea of like, we're more than our fandoms. We're more than our podcast scenes. We're more than yeah. nerd herder. We're people. And in the end, all of us are more than what we we seem and represent and look like and sound like and feel like and Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. And so being able to open up and just be a little bit more than what is perceived and to kind of let the curtain fall down a little bit, uh, it's it's nice. And so we would love, we know we have a lot of followers and uh, friends who are collectors as well. So, you know, we'd love to hear from you of something special in your collection and special to you again we didn't talk about anything super special but um you know special to you something uh in your collection we'd love to hear from you about that and um we're most active on like twitter and instagram so be sure to let us know and um also your your opinions on collecting you know we talked a lot about our perspective on it you know what's your perspective are you in that same camp or if you collect for the value like if you appreciate things because of 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 what they represent that way, you know, um, share your thoughts. Cause we obviously don't come from that perspective and we're not saying you're wrong. No, we um, could turn our cameras right now and show you all of the Funkos out of the box. Oh yeah. I know for a fact we can, we could make some money. We could have made more money, but we can make some money off of our, I know our collection has things of value. Like I, I know of certain things even where it's just like people are like royally upset mm-hmm. probably because I have something that they can't have. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, but it's just like, I, I don't have it. I didn't, I didn't buy this to hurt anybody. No. I just, I, it's special. You we, know? Something we didn't talk about that I thought about was we have a signed mall pop. Um, yeah. Signed by both Ray Park and Sam Whitwer that was personalized for me. Yeah. Which is another thing though, too, of like signatures is very similar conversation yeah. of that, of the sentiment behind it and everything. Not because of, oh, you know, yeah, so-and-so. So but if you're if you're in a different camp of why you collect and what you collect, let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. And um, hopefully we didn't seem like we were overly critical of your perspective. We're just, you know, representing what we represent and everything. So, mm-hmm. I mean, all I'm saying is there's a reason I couldn't get the uh, Bebop and Rocksteady for a long time. Yeah, scalpers, man. Um, so, but um, thank you to our awesome patrons who support our crazy work. Um, they are amazing. And, uh, yeah, you Jim, paid for this. Yeah, Jim, Doug, and Rebecca, you guys are great, and you keep us going. Uh, if you want to join our Patreon, our Patreon is essentially, if you like what we do, you can support the show, and um, you're invited into conversations and input, and um, you know that's essentially what our Patreon is set up for. We don't have high tiers. It's not super expensive. It's just the idea of, I mean, yeah, we could use support for uh, equipment costs and just overall cost to the show, and also just things to make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, we don't have a whole lot to offer for that. Um, so it's completely voluntary, which makes it even the crazier that people do that. They give us our, their money and everything. So, But you can join that if you want and um, be a part of input to the show and everything. Um, shout out to uh, Jesse with Game Infinite. Gaming stuff is happening. Um, Republic Commando is getting a port to the Switch. 
Uh, we're getting a new Star Wars game and just all kinds of other things. And he's talking about all of it, Star Wars and otherwise. So if you want more gaming news and if you want gaming reviews and ranks, um, Game Infinite does all kinds of stuff. Um, and uh, also shares um, cosplayers, artists, all kinds of things. Like you'd be surprised how many talented people are out there doing gaming stuff, probably about some of your favorite characters. So uh, at Game Infinite on Twitter and Instagram or GameInfinite.net, um, you can find and support them. And then also Red5, Red5Network.com, um, a slew of podcasts. Oh, so many An boys. avalanche of content um, right into your ear holes and eye crevices. Um, yeah. Gross. I don't know what I was going for. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Red5 is full of cool people. You should check them out, support them, and listen to them. Um, when we're not releasing content and you need, you need it in your veins, you need your fix, we can recommend some folks. Yeah. Uh, over at Red 5. Um, and with that, we'll be back with something else next week. <laughs> you know, um, we are now a Star Wars and other and other podcast, I guess. Yeah. So, and humanity. Um, you never know what you're going to get with Nerd Herder. And that's the way we like it. Because uh, we're a box of chocolates. Specifically the ones with the strawberry filling. Ooh, those are good. So uh, subscribe for more, like for more, rate and tell people you love it. And uh, just do something that makes you happy this week. Meet a man named Charles. Or don't. I, I only know one Charlie and he wasn't that great. So I, I've learned, if I've learned anything in life, it's based your entire opinion of a, a, a group of people off of one person. So what about Star Wars conversations? Cancel Charlie? Charlie's. It's pretty, whoa. Cancel all Charlie's. This, oh, no. This is, this is an emergency message. Cancel, <laughs> Cancel all Charlie's. All Charlie's. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Charles. I'm sorry. Even Charles Soule? I have to I have to state when I'm joking in life now, and that's the sad that's the saddest TM. point. Yeah. That's eh, fine. Don't cancel all Charlies, just that one.